Hi, everybody. Hi there. This is Holly. And Daniel. And you are listening to Halfway Saints. It's good to be back. Good to see you. <laughs> Great to see you too. Sweetie. We don't talk unless we're podcasting, so it's been it's, it's been, been a, a long few months. Time. <laughs> yeah, I start saying things, and Holly says, well, "Save it for the podcast," and she makes me makes me be quiet. That's not true. <laughs> it is true. <laughs> Help. <laughs> no, of course not. Um, no, but I know it's been a long time mm-hmm. since we posted. Yeah, but we told you, we warned, we warned you, you, so. I think that it was bad that we did that because it kind of gave us an excuse not to podcast. No, realistically, we have not had a chance until right now. Uh, that's pretty true. That's pretty accurate. <laughs> Mostly true. <laughs> um, But we had a really wonderful... When, we we podcasted after Thanksgiving, right? No. It was like October. No, no way. Yeah, it <laughs> yeah, it was... If not before that. If not earlier. If not earlier than October? Yeah. No way. Thought, I can look it up. Guys, we're I'll really right sorry. Now, okay, you look was. it up. Um, but, well, our Thanksgiving was lovely, and our Christmas was really nice. Mm-hmm. It was and, nice. Um, yep, October 9th was the last episode we posted. And but, the one before that was in August, so. Okay, well, guys, 2018 <laughs> is a new <laughs> it's gonna year. It's going to be our year. And um, we are in it. We are going to podcast well <laughs> <laughs> and frequently um but yeah and if you don't if you didn't read the facebook post or the little update we did um we just had a lot going on and we knew we weren't going to have time to podcast uh, especially with thanksgiving and christmas and new year's coming up so we wanted to just consciously take a break from it so that we could focus on some other stuff um and that we could jump back in it in the new year right so here we are here we are two weeks later we Got it figured out. <laughs> well, yeah, well, that's okay. Um, but yeah, yeah Christmas Christmas was good. Mm-hmm. New Year's was good. Daniel had a really nice long Christmas break. Mm-hmm. And then um, we went back. He went back to work for one day. Two days. Jack only went to school for one day. Right. And then they had two snow days. So there's been a lot of um, time out from work. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of family time, which has been really fun. Yeah. So it's been good. It's been cold. It's been really cold. Today was not bad, but it's been really cold. It's been cold everywhere, but it was it was also cold here. <laughs> <laughs> so we've had to deal with that, too. Uh, yeah, it was like six degrees. It was cold. Yeah, it wasn't just that it was like six in the morning. It was like six with a high of 12. Like yeah. It, it was so frigid and windy. You know, poor Blaze. Windy. Oh, man. Windy. He'd be so sad. He, yeah. Not that anyone really likes cold weather, but Blaze especially hates it. (laughs) (laughs) And the wind. Yeah. Have you noticed when, um, I always end up holding him, but if you put his coat on and you're running through, like, the parking lot to Uh get him inside, he holds onto one side of his hood and he pulls it over his face. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Which is smart. He is. Hey, he knows how to take care of himself. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we're we're excited about the new year. Mm-hmm. Excited about you know what lies ahead. Last year was a pretty tough year mm-hmm. um, with losing Ren and um, you know Holly lost her grandmother and two uncles mm-hmm. last year actually. Um, one of her uncles passed away a little before Christmas, mm-hmm. um, so it was just a really tough year. Um, I think like a very a year filled with sorrow, but also filled with a lot of grace, mm-hmm. um, which is. You know, when you look back 
in retrospect, it's a lot better than when it's going on, but. Yeah, I always say that I felt like the most sorrow that I've ever felt in the time when we lost Ren, but I also felt the most loved that mm-hmm. I've ever felt before. Right. So. Yeah. And it's, and I think we talked about this, we did the little catch up podcast mm-hmm. for a little bit, um, about how it doesn't, I think we both kind of realized you'll never, you'll never get over it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just kind of living with the, that absence. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but also knowing that this isn't the end, you know? Yeah. It's a really nice reminder that our goal, like the ship is not our home. The earth, what is it? This earth is not thy home. It's your ship. Or is it, it the wait, earth is hold not on, home? hold on. Okay. It's a ship. <laughs> this this world is thy ship and not thy home. Yes. There you go. Very well said. Did you make that up? St. Teresa. Oh. Well, um, you'll get one eventually. St. Therese. I said Teresa. St. Therese. Oh. Therese. She, you just call her Therese. I know. That's what, yeah. That's what her besties call her. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, 2018, uh, Eagles still in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Really, really exciting. We are, okay, guys. One thing that we bought ourselves. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, and we so, tell everyone wait. we meet this. Okay, for okay, the, for seven years, we have um, took taken Daniel's college laptop and mm-hmm. hooked it up to our TV, and we've just watched Netflix and Amazon Prime and, like, some Hulu stuff through having the, net, the laptop screen be mm-hmm. the TV. It was, like, really rigged up and not... It didn't work very well because his computer was, well, like, what, it was like, 12 years old. I got it. Um, Your freshman 2006. Year. Yeah, yeah, so <laughs> it was getting on in years. Um, and so we were, like, look, we were looking at getting a smart my, TV Yeah, my or solution something. was buy a whole new TV. And then we've discovered Roku sticks. Yeah. Or, like, the Amazon Fire Stick or whatever. But it has really changed. Yeah, we us. went with the Roku streaming stick. And mm-hmm. it's really... I don't know why. I, I'm a little embarrassed I didn't think of it sooner. <laughs> I'm so embarrassed. We had that janky laptop forever. <laughs> it and then, and like, it couldn't the, play live sports because it wasn't fast enough. Yeah, we had, like, there were all these uh, messages that would come up. <laughs> <laughs> like the Norton an- antivirus and, oh. like, all these scams. And it was, it was so done. old because we'd reboot, like, rebooted it, like, wiped it and restarted it a couple of times. Not wiped it, but um, brought it back to whatever. Um, and it has call waiting on it. That's one of the features. <laughs> Net waiting, so you don't get kicked off your dial-up when someone calls in. Oh, it's so bad. But so now we have Roku, which means that we can watch live football. Because like with the game. exception of CBS, which oh. is the worst network for multiple for a number of reasons, <laughs> all the other networks you can watch the football games through the Roku apps. And it's been we've been watching not a lot more football. We've been able to watch most Eagles games mm-hmm. and like. The Sunday night games and the Monday night and Thursday night games we've been able to watch. And it's been great because Holly now is like a football super fan. I love football. Football is so fun. <laughs> and I know things about it now. Because I don't know if we've mentioned this, but we there was a, a documentary series on Amazon Prime called All or Nothing. Mm-hmm. They've only done two seasons, but they they follow one team throughout a season. Um, so you get to know like the players and they focus on like a handful of players and you get to see them at home and you get to see what the general manager does and the coach and like how, what a typical practice week looks like going to the game. So it was very interesting and we learned a lot about players. Um, the first season was with the Arizona Cardinals and the second one was with the LA Rams. Season one was, was the best. Yeah. So far. Um, 
But it's great. And then we see those players like, oh, yeah, it's our yeah, friend. He's Keenan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so now watching Holly's been way more into the live games because yeah. she has a little bit more idea of what goes on in the background. Like, you don't really I mean, the, football is a very complex game. Oh, it's, yeah. I've... I've liked it, but not understood it for years. <laughs> <laughs> Just like all the hype. And I like getting there's excited cheering, about stuff. There's people cheering, there's loud noises, <laughs> it's, it's fun. It's good stuff. But now I can like really like root for the teams. And mm-hmm. We have just um, really latched on to the Philadelphia sports teams. And well, okay. I really so love I've, the Eagles. I've been an Eagles fan for a while. Like since From moving up here. here. Right. Yeah, that's what we, I'm saying. Okay, you said really latched on like we just did it this year because they're doing well. No, we of course we didn't do that. <laughs> no, since moving here. Yeah. I think that we've just moved here, but it's been seven years. Seven years, yeah. That's crazy. Um. So, yeah, football. And the Eagles have been doing well, so we have reason to watch. I would, still, also, I would still watch it. And when the Eagles do well, the whole city is happier. I know. It's like... It's my favorite thing. We like went to the library on Saturday when the Eagles were playing, and literally everyone and their kids were dressed in Eagles clothes. And I was like, "Yes, <laughs> we're all what they, part of a team." Yeah. It was just so fun. So it's been it's been fun. It's been a, it's been nice. <laughs> Enhanced by the Roku. What? Enhanced by the Roku. Right. Yes, and in in no way shape or form is this sponsored by Roku. No, but if they want to send us some more things. I don't know what else we'd need. I was about to say, what else do we need besides our Roku stick? I don't know. And that's the nice thing, too, is that it was like <laughs> it was $40 flat, and you don't want to pay anything else yeah. for the stuff. Other than, like, like, Netflix and Amazon Prime, but... Yeah, <laughs> You just find someone with an account and use theirs. No, no. No, with Netflix, it's fine, because they say you can have up to four users, yes. so... You're right. We're but in the let's, clear. <laughs> let's not, just not be shady about it. We have uh, our own Prime. Yeah, so... Long story short, have the Roku, <laughs> things are looking bright. Um, but yeah, we're happy to be getting back into podcasting. Mm-hmm. We're going to try to do it a little more frequently. It also seems like my health has kind of stabilized. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've said all I need to <laughs> Roku, football. Um, no, but it seems like my health has kind of stabilized, so we have a lot of ho- hope for the future. And uh, if you guys could keep us in your prayers about that. Um so we are feeling good and feeling hopeful. I don't hopeful. know. Hopeful. Without there's just no other word for for hopeful. Excited, eager mm-hmm. for what 2018 has. Yeah. Yeah. Business is going well too, which is exciting. Yeah. Work gonna, is going well. It's really like we have a lot to be thankful for and mm-hmm. to look forward to. Um, and last night when I was cleaning up, I was thinking about just how wonderful it is for us to like live where we are in like a great neighborhood to not have to like worry about a lot of different things that people have to worry about um you get to do your art for your work you get to work from home and like mm-hmm. we've been doing that for like five years now and it's still Somehow still going working. still going yeah so um definitely um just counting the graces and blessings that we've we've had yeah definitely um, so I've had something, I forget when this homily was, but a few like months ago now at this <laughs> point, um, our pastor gave a homily. I forget any context. So like <laughs> at mass, if I can get one phrase from the homily or just like a general theme, I'm, I'm happy with it. Cause, Cause the it's boys hard to are, get the rest. Yeah. And it's at mass. Jack has been like 
solid for the first 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. And, like, did you see him yet, or Sunday when we um, first got there? He saw me, like, kneeling and praying, mm-hmm. and he um, put his little hands together on top of the, oh. of the pew. No, I didn't see that. Yeah, so he's, and he's really tries, but he can only do it for, like, 30 minutes, and then he's like, I'm done. <laughs> Last week he tried so hard, and he, he mimicked the altar servers, and every time they would do the sign of the cross, he would do the sign of the cross. <laughs> and he even looked back at me and said, Mommy, I'm doing so good. <laughs> yes, sweetie, yes, just keep uh, doing it. <laughs> but anyway, so homilies are hit or, hit or miss, because that's usually around the, like, 20, 30-minute mark. Yeah, um, things start to go sour. But so several months ago, our pastor was giving a homily, and again, I don't remember the readings or the context, but he talked about how the idea of faith in the ancient world was way different from what we would understand it as. And he said it would have been more understood more as loyalty or um, fidelity, like faithfulness, rather than faith in what we the way we think of it. Because you say faith now, it's sort of like something you believe, and it's almost like this flowery thing, like, oh, I have faith in you, kind mm-hmm. of a you know, where it's like this feeling mm-hmm. rather than um, what I think was sort of an, the original context, which was uh, faithfulness to something. Mm-hmm. So if you have faith in the Lord, you're going to stick with the Lord. You know, not necessarily I believe this and that. It, it has that context too, but the I think in losing that, and the, the Latin word is fides, which makes more sense. Why? Fidelity, fides. Oh, for fa- faith. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I think we've lost that other component of it and that's really been a detriment. And like, since it's like such a simple thing and like, since then I'm like, why doesn't every priest say this every Sunday? Like, (laughs) it's such a, it's such a game changer. (laughs) Game changer. Um, because that's really a better outlook on life and an outlook on your faith and spiritual life as well, that it's not. It's not a, how do I feel today? Like, what do I believe in? What do I, it, what am I thinking of? Mm-hmm. Like, it shifts from, like, a, an intellectual endeavor. Like, what is my faith in? What do I believe in? Kind of, what have I formulated? Um, or what do I adhere to intellectually to a lived-out experience? Like, mm-hmm. what am I faithful to in my life? Mm-hmm. And I think that shift um, has helped me a lot in the way that I look at things and kind of the way I approach situations and try to live out my faith. I think... I envision the like. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we also got a new lamp, and I hit my head on it. Just now. Um, but I'm reminded of the visual that you gave me on the podcast a long time ago of the Hunger Games, and like, um, that like salvation is less of Katniss taking the place of Prim, and more as it as if Prim went piggyback right, like went piggyback with Katniss through the Hunger Games. Hmm. You know, so it's more like like you're attached to it. Right. You know? Yeah. I work in visual. That was a good one. I'm, I've forgotten about that. It, that was pretty I impressive, ba- if I do say so myself. I come back to that often. Because <laughs> I, I am a visual person. And, it, and it, like, it helps me understand the, like, participatory mm-hmm. nature of the Catholic faith, which I really, has been one of my, like, favorite things ever. <laughs> <laughs> Top ten, definitely. <laughs> Um, but it also is kind of, um, for me, it helps to reorient myself when in like, in living out your faith, when you come up to against a challenge, um, for instance, like in family life and having kids, well, even before that, the, I, sorry, I'm gonna take a step back. 
um, looking at faith that way makes looking at marriage kind of um, make much more sense. Because when you are looking at your faith as a marriage, which again, we're told to do, like Mm -hmm. Christ is the bridegroom, like that's how we're supposed to look at it as that kind of relationship. It's very easy to understand fidelity in a marriage. Like I am faithful to you. I don't, you know, you're my wife. I don't, I'm not with other women. I'm just with you. My life is dedicated to loving you and serving you and getting, helping you get to heaven. Um, And we don't, necessarily take that approach with our relationship with Jesus that like kind of cleaving to Mm. Jesus. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think for every reason, there's that disconnect where like fidelity in marriage makes total sense. But we talk about fidelity to the Lord. It's, it kind of enters this weird space. What do you mean by um, weird? Like a weird space. Yeah. It's just that when you, if you went up to someone who's a Christian and talked about being faithful to their spouse, they would totally know what you're talking about. But if you talk about being faithful to the Lord, they wouldn't, I wouldn't think they would necessarily think that is as a living out of your faith. So you don't, you're faithful to your wife by not cheating on her, mm-hmm. but are you, how are you faithful to the Lord or, or do you look at your, spiritual life as a relationship that you could be faithful to or not faithful to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think like just the language is different or is lacking. Right. And I think it makes a significant difference. Like if it's, do I have, and it also puts into context, um, like I forget who it is somewhere in scripture. Someone says like, Lord help my unbelief. Yeah. Does that sound about right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's less of like, Lord, help me understand this, because we'll never understand the mysteries of, you know, fully understand the mysteries of Christ and the sacraments. We're not going to fully understand those. But so asking for like help with our lack of faith is really like help us to be faithful, like, you know, help us to stick with you. Mm-hmm. I think it's that sense of sticking with it that's different from faith, because what? Earlier you said stick with itness. It's a word. <laughs> Um, that like rather than like sticking with it the idea of like faith is something you believe is sort of your beliefs can change you know like oh new events have arisen and I no longer believe in this or I've learned new facts and this is I'm no longer believing in this Mm -hmm. and looking at scripture again the Israelites they literally had to like stick it out Mm -hmm. like they're in the desert they like thought God had abandoned them there are all these other competing gods you know but they have to be faithful to the one God. Um, and I think we, in our world where it's, where, and it's not that Christians, faithful Christians do this, where they kind of make up their own beliefs and believe them, but in a world where faith can mean so many things and you can mm-hmm. have faith in a lot of different things that can change on a day-to-day basis, we need to recover this sense of fidelity and this this idea of like, it's confusing. I don't really understand it. Sometimes it doesn't help me. Sometimes it doesn't bring me peace. Sometimes it doesn't bring me consolation, but I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to stick with the Lord. Um, cause I think that's what we need, especially in our time. We have stuff coming at us from all angles, from everywhere, from inside the church, from outside the church. There's a lot that's there to shake us and make us kind of question what we believe in. So 
through recovering that sense of faith as fidelity as like, no, I know who God is. Mm -hmm. I know who my Lord is. I'm going to stick with them. Um, Makes sense. And again, with marriage, it's like, yeah, I'm going to stick with you. I'm stuck with you. Mm -hmm. Like if there's a problem, our marriage isn't going anywhere. So we need to work that out. Mm -hmm. And so we should approach our relationship with the Lord like that. Like, hey, my prayer life is lacking or like I'm experiencing some sort of spiritual drought. The solution isn't, oh, it's not there. There's nothing to believe in. It's like, how do I work with this? Mm -hmm. How do I make this better? How do I improve this relationship? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I don't have much more. <laughs> well, I think that it's it's also nice, like when you first told me the topic, I first I went in a little bit of a different direction, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> we really, we don't talk until we podcast. So I tell I send Holly with a pigeon with the topic <laughs> on there. <laughs> she gets it and then uh, we just yep. <laughs> Um, but I was thinking in regards to, um, like, what happened with Ren in her miscarriage, that, like, being faithful to, being faithful for, you know, so many years in the church and um, being faithful to truth that we believe, like, that we know, that we are faithful to. <laughs> mm-hmm. I wanted to avoid the word believe just mm-hmm. then. But, um living out the, or knowing those and sticking to those first, you know, six years, um, prepared us in a really beautiful way to have like the freedom to, um, it was like a, almost a grace. in when we got, when we got the news about our miscarriage that we like had the, the graces like built up within us to like withstand the blow. Mm-hmm. Like, um, to kind of like understand the truths, to understand, like have the graces to get through it. I'm not totally getting out what I want to say, but that's like um, prepared us to remain faithful. Is that yeah, what yeah, and no, not in the sense that like I would have left the church or anything because mm-hmm. if that happened, but more like or left. Um, cra- maybe, maybe I am talking in that regard. <laughs> <laughs> But, like, I was not shaken in, in the slightest in, like... You never, like, oh, you know, why... Why did God... Why like, did God do this? Where, there is no God here right. kind of a thing. Yeah. Like, God doing this was never a thought that crossed my mind because I was so, like... I'd already gotten those elements, like, within myself to use right. in that time. I think that's... Yeah. I think that's along the same lines. That, like, your, your loyalty is to the Lord regardless of what happens, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and just knowing his good and his, what he has in store for us to, and then to, be, oh, and then the like big thing that I, I wrote in my notes okay. was that in his wounds, hide me was like a big, or in your wounds, hide me was a big prayer for me during um, that time when it had just happened. And so like that being in his wound, I feel like is in, it's more of a, a faithfulness, being within him, like piggyback mm-hmm. riding Katniss, right. like being in body with him in this like intimate way um was like a really beautiful beautiful thing that came out of that su- that suffering mm-hmm. yeah like uniting with jesus in suffering mm-hmm. um with using kind of the situation with with losing ren um i think 
it would have been easy. It would have been easier on us for us to kind of rationalize like, like it was really hard having a funeral and having mm-hmm. a burial and like that's all that stuff is really hard. And I think because it's really hard, a lot of people try to rationalize or like, you know, think away like, you know, it wasn't a baby. It was like something else. But we, you know, remain faithful to the truth and to the Lord. And like sometimes that's hard and sometimes that really sucks. And like it's but it's that's what faith is, Mm -hmm. you know, not kind of what makes sense or how you're feeling or if you're being hurt from something, kind of changing your beliefs to relieve that. That's one frustration that I've had recently thinking about um, how many women go through miscarriages and how um, how people kind of write and society kind of writes it off as like, oh, it happens to so many women that like we couldn't like we have. OK, I'm going to. OK. <laughs> OK. OK, we're ready. So say we have multiple miscarriages in the future. Mm -hmm. Like I could see someone being like, you're going to bury everyone. Mm -hmm. You know, not, not like, what if you have five, 10 miscarriages? You're going to bury every single one. Like women go through that. Yeah. And to to just think that like, just because there are a lot of them, those aren't uniquely like souls that need to be cared for in that. And then also that like, because women, so many different women go through this that society kind of is like it's not it's not as big of a deal and that women aren't getting the like counseling and help that they need after it mm-hmm. that is just becoming like a huge problem yeah and so many women are suffering this huge thing and don't even realize that they're they don't even have the like they don't feel the freedom to suffer in it because mm-hmm. of these lies that they've been told and so it's like this they're wrestling with something that I, it's just really sad for me to think about. Yeah. But uh, like, but so yeah, it is harder to, to be faithful. Right. Like, it's harder, but that doesn't mean that it's, it's better. Take, right. Exactly. Yeah, but so in thinking about it as like that sense of loyalty and commitment, it, it enables you to do those hard things mm-hmm. knowing that this is, this is true. This is what needs to be done. This is how I live out my relationship and love for the Lord. And what's happened from that is that, like, we have received so many graces from that, mm-hmm. that hard thing. Like, some, like we, we're just so resistant to hard stuff that, mm-hmm. but so many run as a grave. And mm-hmm. that's one of the um, corporal acts of mercy, right? Right. Uh, spiritual acts of mercy. Really? It's praying for the dead. Corporal is burying the dead. That's what I'm talking oh, about. Oh, yes. <laughs> that's, sorry. I thought you were going to say we ha- he, Ren has a grave and we visit it. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah. But the a, fact yeah. that Ren has a grave is a corporal right. act of mm-hmm. mercy. Um, and also a spiritual act of mercy mm-hmm. when you pray for Ren. But um, just that that's, that's a, like a... Sorry, I was going to say, I don't know if that's one of the spiritual acts or one of the, um, what is it, precepts of the church. Anyway. Anyway. You should do both things. <laughs> yeah. But my my point here mm-hmm. was talking about in actually bearing right. Ren. Um, it was a corporal act of mercy to mm-hmm. to respect the, the life so much that we were able to bury, which we are not saying in any way, like if, if you're not, if able you're not to, able to, yeah. that is, or if that, if you didn't like, yeah, yeah, we're just saying like, just from our experience, we've found so much beauty in that. And we're, and we are so Im- like immensely grateful for that. And so we've, we've had a lot of reflection about the, 
the ability to have a grave for Ren. So mm-hmm. in no way or shape or form do we want to um, make any feel, anyone feel bad about that um, and cause any more pain in that situation. But um, I do think there's just like a lot of value there. And for us to have um, that faithfulness to the dignity of each individual mm-hmm. person who is within those. Right. And again, it's not, it's sort of like knowing the revealed truths and sticking to those and not trying to conform them into whatever way that you're happening to be feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, that's not to say that like if someone thinks of faith in sort of what I believe terms that they're going to act this way, but just for us, it's been uh, a really great perspective changer to see what we're doing, like why we're doing anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really applies well now with Jack, who has been hmm. a bit of a handful the past few weeks. He's been, um, he j- he turned three and a half officially, like three year, uh, three years and six months in December. Um, and apparently at three and a half, little boys lose their mind <laughs> <laughs> and start getting upset, like at the drop of a hat and like everything's a fight and everything's hitting. So he's just been a real handful the past few weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, you know, family life has been not, like, rough, but it's not been a rosy picture. It's been a... Uh, Combined with Blaze's tantrums, it's a real real yeah, recipe for terrible success. Terrible twos and terrible threes happening at yeah. the same time. But, um, but, but that yeah, so even when, you know, family life and having kids and, you know, doesn't look, like, doesn't feel great, it doesn't make rational sense to be like yeah let's have another child let's keep doing this you know two three four more times um but kind of knowing knowing the joy that children bring and like in that situation being faithful to the lord and kind of not necessarily in like blind belief but just like kind of powering through and like saying like (laughs) yes exactly (laughs) like you get graces through sticking with it like it's not always going to be perfect and rosy but you have to stick with it and we can rely on it because you know the lord is ever faithful mm-hmm. and you know faith his fidelity to us is also you know his is unending and unyielding mm-hmm. ours may be mm-hmm. yielding and have ends <laughs> <laughs> but his also like we cling to his truth and his truth is so it, it's just like we're like okay you say this and we're going and that's mm-hmm. it. Like we trust his word and like to that power, you know, that, um, but we're going to stay the course. Stay we're gonna the stick, course. We're going to stick Straight with ahead. it. A lot of movements going on, our movements going on. But, um, I was going to say something a second oh. ago. What can I, I, yeah. Can I bring up something? Well, wait, there was something good I was going to say. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it'll come back up. All right, yeah, we don't want dead air space. <laughs> We're going to give Holly about five minutes to think. <laughs> Just do a Sudoku or <laughs> turn on the radio. Um, do people do Sudoku still? Is that a thing? I felt like that hit its peak I mean, a few years um, ago. Stanley does. Yeah, on a show that ended <laughs> six years ago. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Um, but something Holly and I... Not frequently, and probably exacerbated by the kids driving us crazy, have been... Oh, I remember you remembered it? Good. <laughs> so another illustration with Jack was that, like, we 
also have truth with our parenting strategies. Mm -hmm. And like, like one of our big ones is like to show mercy to him and to show patience and kindness. Mm -hmm. I want to write patience and kindness all over all of our walls. So I remember (laughs) it every day, but um, just to deal with him gently and to, you know, not scold him and to walk him through things and like help him understand stuff. And it is hard. Yeah. right now it's to stick much, with that yeah it's much easier to shout it <laughs> where i'm just like do, do you hear me i just want to yell a lot <laughs> and i like a lot of times i in the past with him if he's having a hard time listening i like come over and i like you know hug his shoulders and say like hey we shouldn't do that we shouldn't do that because it hurts blaze like you know explain the situation and like most of the time if he feels that physical touch then it's helpful. But all of a sudden, that physical touch means that he's allowed to hit me. And he's, like, reacted violently to me. And it's like, I... Let me love you. <laughs> Please! <laughs> but it is hard. And, it like, is we so know, hard. We know that... Uh, sounds really, like, cheesy, but we know love is the way and love is the right way to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but in practice, it's difficult. And you're going to want to not do that. And you're going to fail at that just because we're flawed human mm-hmm. beings i'm just thinking about all the failures i had today but but we're again we're not we're we like resolved to try to do better and to try to do this the right way and not to give up and not to descend into kind of just shouting at him or ignoring him like there's <laughs> there's a lot of other options that seem really great when it's going on seriously um and then and you just have to consciously do that mm-hmm um, but something are you... yeah what that's all that's okay all. um past few weeks it really is kind of something that keeps coming up between Holly and I um, oh boy it's oh, from no. I'm gonna I'm gonna spread the blame out between us don't worry okay good um is that we'll have you know a disagreement or a misunderstanding and both of us are really bad about not like wanting to be right but wanting to have the satisfaction of like the other one saying like what they did wrong. Okay. Is that, is that accurate? Sure. Will you say that? Sure. Okay. What? Well, let's I'm... just let it roll. No. <laughs> 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 well, okay. So I'll talk about me. I won't talk about you, okay. but like, um, I can kind of do, I told you so's. Have you noticed that? Yeah. I do that yeah. time. Okay. Yeah. Um, or like, I'll mistake your tone or like feel offended by something. Um, and I will not, I won't want to let that go. And I want you to like say, like, hey, this thing I did was wrong and I know it and I want to fix it. And I think you can do that a little <laughs> bit with me too. Okay, so here's what it is Daniel, if he gets offended by something, he wants me to just say, I'm sorry that that happened. He wants me to just say I'm sorry, really. Mm -hmm. And then let him have, like, five minutes to cool off. And then this situation apparently is supposed to just dissolve. (laughs) Even if I didn't do anything wrong, if he just mistook something that I said for something, a personal attack. Okay? Okay. That's valid. And then what I do... With a little more nuance. (laughs) Okay. What I do is I really want him to say... He thinks... So because of what he expects of me, he thinks that he can just say I'm sorry about whatever and it be done. But I want no, no. It's <laughs> simplest solution. We're gonna have marriage counselors write to us and give us advice. Um, what I want is for him to say, 
I'm sorry that I hurt you in this way. I'm sorry that what I said did that, or I'm sorry that I forgot to do that. I like him to, to say what he did wrong because that makes me feel like I'm heard and that that you acknowledge what I've said mm-hmm. and that you remember it for the future. Mm-hmm. So right. both of those things mean <laughs> that arguments go for a we, long we time. We rarely do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think... Nope. What? Um, nope, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Five points for Holly <laughs> for not saying whatever she was going to say. We have a point system. Uh, you got points for not doing this. <laughs> You'll be like ten points for me. I didn't just pour out your coffee, or no. oh, why would I, pour I don't out know your coffee? Some, some silly thing. I didn't just shank you in front of everyone. Oh my gosh, those are two <laughs> things I would never do. Why would you pick the two most ridiculous thing? One, I would just drink your coffee. <laughs> I can't. I don't know. I don't think on the fly very well. Um, oh man. Anyway, um, but I think that's like we both know we love each other. We both know there was a miscommunication. Like. We need to just, like, get over it. Mm-hmm. And I think, th- like, trusting the other enough to know that, like, like Holly is faithful to me. She's going to love me no matter what. And I'm not saying, like, if there's a serious issue, we will talk about it. But if it's just, like, something really stupid, um, i trying to think of something. What was our one? I don't know. I'm just trying to, I can't no, remember it, it which, shows, which shows it was really worth being upset about it <laughs> all morning. There's something at the on the way to the museum. No, before Lulu's. Oh, there was a couple. <laughs> um, what was it before Lulu's? Oh, I remember. I I wanted to change Blaze's diaper before we went. <laughs> no, what was the thing that the bigger I, thing? I know, that I happened? know, I don't remember. Anyway, oh, man, Daniel. It'll told, be. He was an "I told you so" moment that Daniel is so fond of. Okay. <laughs> anyway, silly but, things. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. But I think if we kind of applied this principle in our marriage, things would be better. Because what do you, when you, you know, in confession or when you're like praying about something that you are seeking forgiveness for, it's it's sufficient to say, I'm sorry, Lord, I don't want to do this again. You know, like that's mm-hmm. requisite for receiving absolution. Are you just trying to further your point? No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, like, we receive forgiveness without totally understanding why, you know? Yeah. Does that make sense? Like, why he offers it to us. For right. Me. And also, yeah. like, why, you know, like, I don't know why I did this thing wrong. And the Lord's not saying, well, when you figure it out, then I'll give you forgiveness, mm-hmm. you know? It's like, I forgive you. Let's work on that, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think we we can rely on the Lord's faithfulness, and we need to rely on our faithfulness and fidelity. Mm-hmm. That's that's how I see it. So like, for me, like a sorry, a blanket sorry, not a blanket sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, I, I immediately pictured like a, a big blanket that said sorry that you can just throw on someone. <laughs> they they have to forgive you. The um, new confession. But just looking at it that way, and you know, knowing that, knowing that I regret it and don't want to do it again. Um, can be enough. And we can talk about, if there's an issue that comes up, we can talk about it later. But, mm-hmm. like, not waiting to have the details figured out before you offer forgiveness and love. It was like, I'm just reminded of, I think it was in um, Men, Women, and the Mystery of Love from, by Dr. Shree. He said, or it was Theology of the Body for Beginners. 
Um, I can't remember, but he said something that like, he said something to his wife and his wife just looked at him and said, you didn't mean, and it was something like mean and nasty. And the second it came out of his mouth, he was like, oh, I should not have said that. And she looked at him and said, you didn't mean to say that, did you? He said, nope, it didn't. I'm really sorry. She said, it's okay. And that was that. And it was like, because she just trusts, like, she just yeah. knew, like, that was stupid. You should not have said and that. And, like, you know? here's something you may not know about me, Holly, but I can argue about any stupid little thing. Oh, man. Have you noticed that, too? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah, I think I think there's some merit in that. Oh, what? No, 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 not about, about like, the approach of, like, trusting. Yes, yeah. not to arguing to no, no, no. for eternity. No. <laughs> okay. Um, no, there's definitely merit to that and to have, that's like such a merciful, um, thing to have in your relationship to just be like, I know, I know your heart. I know Mm -hmm. your real heart and that, um, you didn't mean to say that or you didn't mean to do that and whatever. So I'm just going to let it slide. Yeah. So I think, so here's some, here's some, a cool recap, (laughs) but no, we, I went into this thinking like, oh, we need to look at this fidelity as a way to understand our relationship with the Lord. Like. I understand fidelity in marriage means I'm not going to give up on you. I'm going to keep working on you. I don't, there may be times that I'm upset with you, but I'm not going to abandon you. Mm -hmm. And like, we need to look at our relationship with the Lord that way through like an eyes of faithfulness versus faith. Mm -hmm. Um, And again, there's, there's room for both, but we shouldn't just do one or the other. Um, But in thinking about that, we also look at our relationship with the Lord, how the Lord treats us as a model for how we should treat our spouse with that, Mm -hmm. like unyielding forgiveness and like not waiting to be satisfied by an answer or anything like that. Like, um, we get off pretty easy with the Lord. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like all it takes is like sincere regret and, uh, intent to amend your life. And you, and it's, it's done with, you know, Mm -hmm. um, how, how great would that be if we could do that with all of our relationships with other people? And not only, like, the, that's what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was thinking that, like, on the receiving end. Mm-hmm. But also to, ha- like, to have that intent to never do it again. Like, to have that same he- like right. heftiness to yeah. the apology. Mm-hmm. Um, as you do when you walk into the confessional, you know. Yeah. Um, I think is important. Mm-hmm. I think you should write a special act of contrition that you say to me. Oh my whenever, gosh. I'll just whenever, get you a sorry blanket. <laughs> or the sorry blanket. <laughs> the boys are like that. I think that'd be a good oh solution for them too. Oh, Throw the sorry man. blanket. That would be <laughs> that'd be pretty that's cool. An interesting <laughs> idea. But yeah. yeah. So Yeah. I like it. So I officially apologize for springing that on you without any prior warning. Oh my gosh, I was not expecting That's that. That's what I do. I wait until we podcast and then I talk about issues. <laughs> <laughs> it's really, because she's much nicer to me when we're recording it. <laughs> no, I thought we did fine. <laughs> okay, good. Um, uh, well, but, good. Glad yeah. to, this is good. We should do this more often. I know, and we will. We And we will. <laughs> um, yeah, any other, any final Nuggets of no, wisdom. if you guys have any um, helpful tips on how to deal with three and a half year olds, send oh, them our way because yeah. we Don't, could use not them. The tips, not the three and a half year olds. We have, no, we have plenty of. We're of fine. Those. Um, yeah, because we're in the thick of it. But mm. um, otherwise, just pray for us. Um, 
If you have any other feedback or questions or anything, please feel free to email us at um, halfwaysaintspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook. Um, and yeah, pray for us because mm-hmm. we'll be praying for you. Bye, everybody. Bye.